like not cussing here? <laughs> At least he knows that the moon doesn't look like a star anymore. Perception is reality, then I'm sucking everybody's dick. Like a stern, loving father. There's always somebody watching. Go to college, be adopted. It's okay. They really, the closets do have the best acoustics. Uh, but I'm actually, like, when I move to Washington, I'm going to put, uh, like, um, that foam up, the sound foam or whatever they call it, uh, yeah. on the outside of my wall is so that, you know, I don't sound like, uh, hey, how's it going, everybody? You know, like, <laughs> a bunch of reverb and shit. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. So, uh, how you been doing the last month? Well, I saw, I saw you went to Texas. That was, yeah, but that was a good time, huh? Yeah. You know, just, uh, I mean, not to Texas, but to see your, your mans. Yeah. 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 Dallas. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've been driving now cause I, I started a fly for maybe, um, like two trips to see him, but then, um, I realized, I was like, you know, my dog doesn't really like boarding, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> so I just uh, take her with me, and I'm not made of that kind of money to buy two tickets to um, put her on the plane, so, yeah. But, you know, eight and a half hours, I got time to read books, or listen to books and podcasts and stuff like that, so that's not too bad. What do you, when you, uh... When you leave, do you get do you use Rover or something like that? Uh, no, I bring I bring her with me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, she comes with. Um, she actually really enjoys um car rides, or at least mm. I can tell that it's she does not bother by them. Um, I have a uh car seat for her, which is really just a dog bed that is attached to the seat itself, so she can lay down comfortably without trying to adjust all the time mm -hmm. you know um, that's pretty cool yeah that's what I do she with the uh, Chevy I put her well sh she's kind of weird uh, I gotta lean the seat back a little bit and she'll like sit like a human and then like <laughs> lay against the backrest of the seat and just stare out the window the whole ride it's it's kind of disturbing it's almost like you know she's got something going on in her life she's like in a music video <laughs> yeah yeah you could definitely put her in a music video like like a, a like some sort of like scene or emo punk song <laughs> like a sleeping with siren song or something like that yeah oh, yeah yeah so uh, so uh, um have you been watching the news lately well no. not maybe not lately but in like the last month have you you been watching the news? No, not really, and I have a reason for it. And even though it's weird, mm. and people would expect me to like pay attention to that stuff more, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I mean, but the news is so uh, depressing. Like it's right. only bad shit to get views so they can make money. Right, it's yeah. super clickbaity, and you know, I already mm -hmm. have my own issues. I don't need to add more to it on top of like That's overthinking fair. things. Because I, I don't want to say I'm a prepper, but I would like to just know <laughs> that things are good and 
I'm stable if something were to happen. But then you keep watching the news and stuff like that, and it's like, oh, okay, well, now I gotta have a this plan, and then I gotta have a this plan. But, like, do you really have a plan if a meteor hits the Earth? Probably not. Should you? I mean, there's a chance, but are you, should you, like, waste your breath and your time thinking about it? So that's why I, <laughs> I just stay away, especially with, like, politics and stuff. Like, there's too much information that I'm not going to do my due diligence to get <laughs> all good sources of information so that um, I can formulate a solid opinion on it, so... <laughs> but, that's uh, fair i feel like so much of the media gets leaked out about random shit you know especially about politics it's just always so negative like we can't ever talk about something good somebody did i mean given the current state of it it just no matter what it's kind of negative but like i don't know it would be it it would be great if there was more positivity and I feel like the positivity is just so lackluster. Like no one focuses on the good things that come out of a city or what they're doing there. It's just always what this mayor did or this bad decision this guy made or, you know, this terrorist attack, or maybe they don't show some of those things so that they don't uh, promote a certain agenda, you know, um, I know here in Fargo, we recently had some serious events happen and, um, they didn't get pushed out into the media for like a week or two. And even then it was very short because it didn't fit the agenda. Um, and I don't know how true that is, you know, but it was a significant event that happened here. And it's kind of sad that it wasn't, you know, blasted out to the media. But again, it's another negative thing. It's weird to me that they didn't show that negative thing, but all the other negative things that happened in politics, like Trump and that stuff, like we're okay with showing that, but we're not okay with showing anything negative about, you know, depending on what news network you're watching, whether it's CNN or Fox, we're, we're either talking bad about Trump or we're talking bad about Biden, depending on the news outlet. And then, you know, running into other media, same thing. It's just, it's it's annoying, very annoying. So I understand. But um, but is there anything spicy the, that happened? Do tell. Yes, the aliens. Have you heard about the aliens, dude? <laughs> uh, I, all I think I heard was that um, one of the branches confirmed something, and then that was it. And we were just kind of like, oh, okay what else and then they're just like yep it's confirmed like but but what's confirmed <laughs> where do i so <laughs> so there's like these whistleblowers coming out talking about aliens and science happening in antarctica and like all this stuff that's going on saying that like we have like these high-powered laser machines that could like to you know a Basically, we're a Death Star, and then uh, like something out of a science fiction film saying that we have these high, high power, crazy lasers in Antarctica that turn into a big power station or some shit like that. And then on the other end, we got whistleblowers talking about um, aliens, saying aliens 
are real and it's been hidden from the public and he can't say certain things because of the, uh, you know, he doesn't want to get in trouble, but that he has worked, they've been working on all this stuff and re or backwards engineering spacecraft. And then like, you know, um, there's been people over the years talking about like, uh, all these spacecraft that they work on worked on what's that guy that went on rogan's podcast and uh he was talking i can't remember his name i should know his name um i should look it up talking about spacecraft and how he worked on them and and all this stuff uh what do you think about do you think aliens are real was it bob lazar wait no yeah Okay, um, that's like, that's a 2019. Um, but, I mean, like, oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Bob Lazar. It would be foolish to say that there isn't um, living things outside of us, you know, in our universe and everything like that. But also, at the same time, it's just kind of like, yeah, what, what, are, what are we going to do about them? <laughs> do we think that they are hostile towards us and would like to take over our planet? Because, let's be real here, uh, <laughs> with the state of how we're running down our planet, um, I wouldn't want to take it over <laughs> for the resources. <laughs> um or maybe just like, I guess, to observe us, cool, whatever. But if we were to harness technology that, um, who knows, what if they their technology is behind us? But whatever reason, they're just built different. And so, but similar to us in a lot of ways, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I think aliens are like this super, like advanced, um, advanced beings and such. They have all this great technology, but what if they're just not that far behind us and we're just kind of literally seeing each other at this on the same trail? Like, oh shit, what's up, dude? <laughs> you going this way? <laughs> what, um, are you religious? I wouldn't say religious, um, but I grew up Buddhist, but Buddhism is more like a way of life versus like religion. It's like a, you have to do this in order to achieve this kind of thing. It's just more of like a, hey, just, uh, just be a good person. <laughs> okay. So what do you, have you heard of, uh, or heard about the Anunnaki? No, but I am intrigued. Okay, so I've been I've been kind of like exploring this a little bit. I've been watching a lot of videos and like kind of just reading about this. So uh, the Anunnaki or like uh, the Sumerians' gods, if you will, and what they depicted in their scrolls and stuff is essentially that like they came from uh, other planets if you will or at least that's what it looks like on their scrolls it looks they depict the solar system and they depict that the anunnaki would come over and they would give offerings and stuff like that and essentially what 
these archaeologists, some are saying, some archaeologists, some, you know, whatever. I don't really know their exact title, but they they seem like they've been doing some research on this and um, saying basically that the Anunnaki, along with some other races, are coming uh, or are in our solar system, essentially not specifically uh, on Mars or Saturn or anything like that, but they're on, uh, they're from this, like, uh, nemesis star system. So essentially, nemesis is a sister sun to ours. This theory was uh, created back uh, earlier 2000s, where basically this guy said that he thinks that there's another star in our solar system that it's like a brown dwarf star or something like that. Anyways, so this brown dwarf star has some planets attached to it. Nibiru, if you've ever heard of that, uh, attached to it. Not another central solar system in our within our sun's reach in our sister or a binary star system. So what happens is this binary star system comes comes up perpendicular to ours, and it passes through at a certain point, and the Anunnaki uh, visit Earth. Um, they have enslaved other planet creatures. I don't think that they've enslaved ours, but um, essentially what they say is that they come over, we give them offerings and stuff like that, and what they wanted was gold. Um, and what's funny is uh, they wanted gold for their planet because their planet was dying this is this is what someone else is saying these aren't my words but these are this is what i gathered um is that they wanted gold uh, because their planet much like ours now is dying was dying um and so we would offer them precious metals and uh what's funny is uh recently we had come up um with a plan i think back in like 2019 or something like that uh to shoot gold up into the atmosphere to reflect uh sunlight to help cool the earth a little bit and um so they think that like you know there's a connection there to some degree and it's just so intriguing not that i necessarily believe that but just so intriguing that that's found and derived from an ancient Sumerian text, you know, thousands of years ago. And now we're talking about aliens in 2020 or 2023, talking about aliens being real. We have spacecraft, we've backwards engineered them. Um, the Navy's, you know, shot out in what was it, 2019 or 2020, that, you know, UFOs are real. We have, in fact, records of UFOs, but, it, you know, it's an identified flying object. That's not necessarily means that it's, you know, an alien, just means that UFOs are real. And so it's just, it's very crazy. It's, it's very intriguing, very crazy, very fun to reach into and just kind of reach into the hat of mystery. What is this? Is it real? Could it be real? You know, I, I think it's, is it a possibility? I guess anything in space is a possibility. Is it probability? Hmm. Is it probable? I don't know how probable it is, but 0.01%, but very, very fun to think about. Like space is just so huge in general 
to think that something had the chance or others beings had the chance to hit our solar system our galaxy is wild but the fastness of space is so hard to comprehend it is terrifying (laughs) it it is when you really reach out and think about the expanse of space it 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 is terrifying right and then just to think how people are studying these like this thing that is so unknown based off of the points of evidence that we find like oh these chemicals are here so that could mean that this equals x y and z so it could be very (laughs) possible based off of that i'm like dude that's fucking sick that like that how much research goes into that is amazing and that's why you have to go to school for that however comma you know i (laughs) not my cup of tea but um i saw yeah back in 2013 is when um they were talking about gold and stuff into space 2013 2013 yeah yeah i mean that's what i that's crazy pulling up here while you were yeah that's insane yeah how wild is that think about okay the the universe is roughly was it 13.8 billion years old or whatever oh let's look that up real quick third okay okay current estimates place the big bang at 13.8 billion years ago okay and someone some else some other professor has calculated it at 26.7 billion years old but let's let's look at this the only reason they know that is because of the light that we of the stuff that we can see essentially right well it's taken 13 uh Point eight billion years old for the light to reach us so we think that this bubble that we can see you know that's come from the big bang and it's taken so long for this light to reach us what's crazy to me is that would offer the idea that we are the center of the universe and we're not right so and we're moving we're hurtling into space so how is it not like an oval where we see something um, a little bit farther than we see another thing because we're moving at a certain speed? It's just, it's crazy to me. And I know like the speed of light is just like, I'm not going to say instantaneous, but so much faster than we're at the speed that we're moving at. But it's it's crazy to me that we're in a, an, a bubble instead of an oval-shaped um view of the universe and then on top of that like just thinking about that and that's 13.8 billion years old isn't that crazy okay the difference between um a million and a billion right like see now we get too far into it, then I start spiraling. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much that we don't know. But at the same time, it's like, 
were thinking, because I actually uh, had a class, um, Perception. It was pretty much like a basic class on how light reflects and how your brain processes these things and like how different things can affect your vision, aka your Mm -hmm. perception of things. And it's just kind of crazy to how, what if also... I mean, I didn't finish the class because I had to drop it. Long story short, uh, don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> what if there's still certain areas of the brain to where back then we used to see certain things and how it was processed, but now based off of the technology that we have and um, just the advancements, and such we no longer have the natural ability to see certain things so back then recording it down or just like the idea of putting it on paper or for further research later we didn't have that skill but then what if we just kind of like traded it off for um does that make sense yeah, no, I okay. I get what you're saying. And just I've been for very like, articulate lately, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You haven't had your you haven't had your evening coffee or something. <laughs> yeah, right. So just clinic. Just for everyone's understanding, one million seconds. One million seconds is eleven and a half days 11.57 1 billion seconds is 31 years so that is the difference between 1 million and 1 billion days and years and so it is crazy to me to think that 13.8 billion years is how old the possible universe is. It could be older, you know, who knows, mm-hmm. right? And what's crazy, it, it just, it's mind-boggling me, uh, to me, that, you know, that's ever-expanding because the every year we see more and more of the universe because that's how long it takes light to travel us, right? That's the basic idea and understanding of how we gain this age of the universe. But... What about, like, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's it's crazy to me, right? And so when we look into space, we're looking into the past, essentially, right? Because if there's a supernova, that that's the whole reason why, you know, there's a supernova and we see it, we're actually seeing it however many light years it's away. That's how, that's how long ago it actually happened, which is crazy to me. Think about something like, you know, a uh, hundred light years from us, right? Essentially, like halfway across the galaxy from us. the the difference in time even right because gravity affects time so when you see it and like you're looking into towards the center of the galaxy i would think that your time uh, your reference of time must be different because you're closer to the center of the black hole uh it was called like sagittarius a or whatever isn't that, isn't, isn't that, I don't know. It's just, oh, I can't even fathom it. I'm like 
probably talking in circles, but it just blows my mind. So the idea of like, is, I mean, the idea of aliens out there. I mean, I really do think there are aliens, but also blows my mind is like the concept of God. I'm religious. So like, it's crazy for me to even put this in words, but like, uh, are we just, are we like a, uh, and I've talked about this, I think with Emmer, are we like a side project or like maybe, you know, we're just along for the ride with other projects here for God. Cause you, I mean, I don't think I, he ever talks about aliens coming down, talking to us in the Bible, or is he talking about other beings or anything like that? So it's, it's wild. It's just, maybe the aliens right, are God. See what sticks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who knows? Maybe the aliens are God and they're just listening on a radio, and that's our prayers going up. They're like, that guy didn't pray right, kill him. <laughs> just be like, uh, <laughs> what if it's just like a daily thing? That... <laughs> okay, hold on. It's a daily, uh, like a job. Like a nine to five job. That oh they my to, god! They listen in, and then so like this. How shitty has, would like, of a job would that be? And be like, yeah, <laughs> just like listening in. I'm like, hey, guess what this guy wants? <laughs> they're fucking operators, you know, like old time <laughs> operators, and they're connecting prayers to certain departments. <laughs> you this motherfucker's asking for a car again. <laughs> <laughs> Press one for more options. Yeah. <laughs> That would be insane. That would suck to hold that job. Could you imagine? Oh my god. Um, and it's just on a higher scale because they're above us. And they're like, god, we're so tired of these weak ass humans. But yeah, we're down here and like half of us are, or more than half of us are slobs and we're just eating fucking McDonald's every day. Maybe that's what they're doing. The Anunnaki came in and they, they implemented this fucking McDonald's bullshit. And all these fast food chains so we get fat so they could easily enslave us when they came down. They're like, nah, they're getting way too powerful. We need to slow them down. Honestly, that, that's a good theory, too. But then, <laughs> what if, like, <laughs> I'm still on the whole, like, operator thing. What if the reason why some, like, some people are like, oh, I've been praying for this for, you know, for years. And the reason why it was taking years for it to come true was because it had to just keep getting connected to the next operator. And then it just kept going and it looked like, oh, we forgot about this one, guys. It's like, this one's overdue. What's the status on this? Uh, they put it in a back file and it gets lost somewhere. Right. They're like, it's oh my god. How old is this person now? They, you know, like we've always been thinking, like you know, God works in mysterious ways, but it's just some motherfucker forgetting about our file. Yeah, he's too busy be... hitting on like two cubicles over because she he thought that alien was cute or something. <laughs> <laughs> he went out to go get fucking donuts or some shit. And yeah. it's just some intern that forgot about their work. Just oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> if that was our existence and we found out like how many people would give up, you know? It's like what's the point? Uh, I have no say in my life. <laughs> I I would be I would be relieved in a way. Yeah. Because it would be like, man, I don't have to put, you know, so much 
emphasis on this existence. I can just do my thing. You know, there's always that thought in the back of your head, like, you know, I got to be a good, I got to be a good person so I can go to heaven. Like maybe not yours, but my own, like I got to be this good person so I can go be, uh, go to heaven and whatnot. How, how crazy would the world become if being good wasn't like a necessity? I mean, look at it now. People don't give a shit about being good anymore. I mean, I don't disagree, like, but like, uh, how much worse would it get if no one cared? No one cared about being a good human. I guess. Oh. Get it. What's that fucking movie? Um, everybody was like super hype about it, where it was like twenty four hours. There's no law. There's no oh the purge. Yeah, but every day. Oh yeah. Every day. Oh, it would be a free for all. Like owning guns at that point. Like if if the ability to prove that a god didn't exist, and it was simply you're alive because of science, the magical world of science. You're alive because of that which is really tough to imagine right that's people would lose their minds and they would just go so hard because humans are just so evil dude oh yeah human I beings mean, are honestly the it's, it's still just every person for themselves like, yeah you're still gonna do what's best for you and there's no saying that hey man you probably shouldn't kill your neighbor they didn't really do anything to you but just out of fear that you killed your neighbor kind of sucks bro <laughs> we would just be going back to being neanderthals neanderthals with fucking guns and we'd be fucking <laughs> uh, it would be insane but it would be so wild the difference between people now though is like the people that are super against guns are afraid of guns and stuff like that. What would they do? Oh like, my would gosh. They actually, would some of them actually be like, okay, you know, I want to survive, so I have to learn this. Or would they still be like, oh, guns are still bad. They're so inhumane. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would not last long. That would not last long. And, and, and war would be like back to ground zero. We would be back to ground zero. Where the, it would be like all, all, all hands, all, like no, no regulations, do whatever you want, because there's no reason to be a good person anymore. So, like, no one would be in power. There would be a bunch of, it would be a faction breakup. And, and then, like, there would be humans that go to colleges and just take what they want, dude. They would, they would go anywhere they, anywhere, and as long as they had the po more powerful gun or whatever, or the more more alpha mentality, they would just take what they want. It would essentially be like any kind of uh, cult, but all over, nonstop, continuous, and it would be like. I, I'm the I'm the leader, so I get the best food. I get all the all the whatever, and I'm first pick for everything. And it would be bet, you know, it'd just be sick. And those people that don't believe in guns, I mean, it'd be like the mentality: get up or get out. Yep. <laughs> you either, get either, 
Yeah, dude, either. <laughs> you either get with the times or you're going to probably die or be someone's slave or something. And that's what's fucking, that's crazy. I ne- and I never really thought about that, how crucial religion is in our world. No matter what religion it is, like, they all pretty much say be a good person unless you're, like, you know, a uh, Satanist or something. Which even, like, Satanism, like, is more about freedom than it is about worshipping Satan. But there are, like, there definitely are Satanists out there that are practicing some crazy rituals. Right, there's always those, like, extremists and stuff like that. Um, Oh, yeah. But I would say, like, honestly, religion, thinking about it, it's kind of like the original governing ways to live. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, like, I've, I've never read the Bible or anything like that, but um, every now and then I'll hear um, some scriptures and stuff. And it's just kind of like, that makes sense. And that's why this is a thing. I can see that, and uh, I, it's not like I disagree agree or disagree with it, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, it's, it's nice to know that this is this came from something, you know? It's kind of mind-boggling me, like, when I uh, watch stuff about this Anunnaki and the, uh, the, the Dead Sea Scrolls found in Jordan and um, all these... All the all these different things coming together that uh, seems to be like more and more and more as if aliens are real, but at the same time God is real, and mm-hmm. all these things happen. But like like you said, like our our imagination back before compared to now, like how rampant did our brains run and make us think certain things were. You know, like, let's look at the sea monsters, right? Mm-hmm. Like the giant squid. Oh, like the kraken or whatever. But yeah, like the, yeah, like the kraken. What could have just been in like a giant squid, you know? But like, how wild is it to think that oh, all these things either could be real or it could have just been us creating this fictitious item so that we could instill fear or keep people from going to a certain area or, in, you know, getting in wrecks or uh, whatever the case reason that we brought it up. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. It's just I don't know. Like, it's... We didn't have the technology. We probably like, like the Kraken giant squid, giant squid's a thing. It is terrifying. But just the fact that we didn't have the ability to visualize it or give a good explanation other than a, a story, right? So what if we are talking about these aliens and stuff like that and we're coming up with all these things and whoever has the most believable thing, that's going to stick. But then mm. who knows, like a thousand years from now, it's going to be in the books of being like, hey, remember when people were freaking out about <laughs> aliens, but really it was just this one thing? Gosh, humanity is wild. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously, though. Or who even, I mean, who even knows if we make it that far, right? Isn't that crazy to think about, too? Like the possibility of like 
essentially mankind ending and not being a thing ever again. And we have the, the earth has to restart from ground zero in space. And in, you know, however long it is, 5 billion years or whatever, when the sun, you know, goes out, where are we at now? What, what's going on now? What, where are our molecules? It's also crazy to me to think that like, and, and it's great that Neil deGrasse Tyson said this, like, you're made of stardust. If you haven't watched the cosmos, go watch it. It's so good. But he says in there that you're made of stardust and it's pretty insane to think about that. Like you legitimately came from the things that stars are made of. And so when you dissipate or when the earth explodes and dissipates molecules that make up your body, the carbon that makes up your body is going to be going into something else. Right. Isn't that, isn't that just, I don't, that just blows my mind, dude. I can't even fathom that. Cause nothing I promise I'm not high right now. Destroyed. <laughs> something too. It just gets, like you said, it gets put into something else or changed. So like if you burn something, it's carbon and there's fumes and gases that are releases, released from that versus it being completely destroyed. Do you think people are in denial of that kind of stuff because they can't uh, fathom the idea that our lives are essentially like to some degree meaningless like yeah the idea that humans must think that we have some purpose oh yeah definitely but that's why maybe it's so that they can keep going versus just being like what's the fucking point like i think i asked that on my um my instagram uh a couple months ago early earlier this year was just like um what's the point in life or nothing matters in life because there's some people that I've noticed that are like, have been super successful running their small businesses, but then they've also put the answer down of what's the point. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, we, there's, we can't fathom the idea of space and not making an impact and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's kind of just you. Like, what can you do to give yourself that gratitude and um, fulfillment? Because you could like to think that you mean something when you really don't. So and before you go into all that, just uh, just do what makes you happy. <laughs> I think that kind of breaks some of us as human beings because... <laughs> We, we we really feel like we have to be a part of something bigger, right? Like God's real and we're his children. Um, and I think it breaks some people when they come to a realization that the possibility of that being true is, is there. And while I believe in God and, um, in him, and I truly do believe he's real. I think that the idea of that possibility really breaks some people and they do ask that question, what is the point? And so I do think it's, it's, it's so important to understand to just like go about your life, live happy. If you know, not 
believing in a certain religion and being free and doing your thing makes you happy, like, yeah, go do it. I would urge you to look into some spirituality because it will help you. And I think that's why the army pushes it because they understand that like spirituality is important. If you don't feel like you're a part of something bigger or have some sort of meaning in your life, it's tough. Right. So I think that kind of breaks humans a little bit when they think of that possibility of, of all this stuff not being real and your life being worthless. Which I don't think is necessarily true. I think everybody has a part to play to some degree. Uh, just like I think that, you know, if you were going to die at war, the bullet's already been shot. It's the same concept to me. Right. But also, just um, back in our good old knuckle dragon days, like, we survived with a pack, with a pride, right? Mm-hmm. So we had this group surviving together and everything and so when you would this is where like the bare bones concept of anxiety comes from where if one day you bed down and then you wake up and your tribe's gone then you have that fear you you get anxious of how am i going to survive where do i go how do i get food x y and z because that's how you survive together now you have to do it alone and so with religion, it really also um, religion and spirituality brings that all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So especially now because um, that's just how the I, maybe maybe it's just the Western world. Um, I haven't looked too much into other cultures, but that's just how we kind of just started growing apart. Like we threw up these cookie cutter houses and everything, and then we started to separate certain communities from others and then the whole thing was the wage gap and stuff and like the different classes of wages and now we have technology to where we could just easily communicate but still not the same as being physically there with somebody so that's why with religion the spirituality you have sunday church days or you have other worship days you have gatherings to bring these people in and then after the hour, day, whatever, how long it takes, then you go back and disperse into your normal routine. So I do it's honestly that people that are like typically tuned with their spirituality are happier for sure. But my bad. That's a great point. I, I really do believe that uh, uh, spirituality is some sort of like food for your mentality, your brain, your ability to live through the stress of existence but here's an off the rails question what the fuck happened to all of our strength as chimpanzees what the fuck did we lose all that shit because i need that back like (laughs) (laughs) dude if revolution is real i'm a little pissed the route that i went like i wish that i went i kind of wish i was a chimpanzee man could you imagine just all that strength in a little body? Just fucking ripped. Not even have to worry about it. You just use your 100% of your strength all the time. Because we developed tools. We figured out how to make... I hate my ancestors. <laughs> they yeah. fucked me. Fuck tools, dude. I'll eat a fucking fruit. I'll eat fruits right out of the shell all day, dude. Oh, fuck tools. Man, I hate phones. This technology. 
when you fuck that it. meat. I'll just fucking eat it right out of the butthole. I don't give a shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pissed. Oh, man. <laughs> man, why did we go this route? Why would someone choose this route? They ruined it for the rest of us. Whoever, whatever Neanderthal became a, what, whichever monkey decided to become a Neanderthal or freaking Homo sapien and really just fuck the rest of us, dude. They ruined <laughs> he had it. that extra wrinkle in his brain. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm gonna use a tool and be weak piece of shit. Fuck all those other monkeys. That said, I mean, we would definitely decimate monkeys if they ever got like even a slice bit smart, sorry, attacking us systematically. We would just nuke the fuck out of them. Fuck you. We're not doing this Planet of Apes bullshit. <laughs> Do you think uh, the multi, like a multiverse, is real? There's multiple universes. Uh, I would think so. Well, okay. So the way in in I... the idea that like whatever decision you make, it's there's another, there's you know what whatever decision you make, the other decision there, the other decisions available were made in a different universe. <laughs> that type of thing. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Like, um, I guess kind of related maybe, um, cause for Buddhism, you, we believe in reincarnation mm. and such. And so, um, that's why if you, um, kill yourself or, um, and then you're going to be reincarnated, but you still have all the same issues that you had before you killed yourself and so that's why um they always say like or i guess it's just the way of life of you know taking care of yourself be uh very mindful of what you're doing and do things with a purpose and such so that when you become when you're reincarnated your next life is easier and so with the whole idea of like multiple dimensions and stuff like that or multiple universes Hundred percent, totally think that's a thing because. So there's a I beetle, Amanda. There's a, there's like a horse, Amanda. There's like a bunch of different human Amandas, but then there's also like the fly, Amanda, who really fucked up one time. Right. <laughs> is that like real? Is that like is that how it works in Buddhism? Like you could possibly come back as a different being, but you. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. um, that's why, I mean, this could just be uh, how I grew up because um, I was always scared of spiders and I always wanted to kill spiders. And so uh -huh. it was just like a saying like, oh, if you're going to keep killing the spiders, you're going to come back and it's a spider and somebody's going to kill you. I was like, oh, that's terrible. But I still don't like spiders. What? I'm sad. Shit. <laughs> so you're going to come back as a spider. Actually, uh, I've been really good about that, even though I don't. <laughs> like I don't like spiders. I try not to. Like if they're in my try bedroom, not to give them be the like, beans. hey, I'm gonna fucking vacuum them up, and they can live in my vacuum until they die of starvation. I don't. But... That's still cruelty. That's <laughs> still. You're coming back as a Wait. spider, dude. Wait, no, but yeah, you're sucking them up in the vacuum. I don't think they go through a bit of a, I don't know, a portal experience, hitting the edges <laughs> of that vacuum. 
<laughs> Let me finish. Let me finish. Then they then they land in a dusty hellscape, and they're in there for the rest of their life until they can crawl out. And even then, by the time they get to the edge, you turn that vacuum back on, back into <laughs> back they into the dusty hellscape. Hildy's fur. Okay. <laughs> she what? So much. And then, and then when you, when you finish vacuuming and they're stuck in this hairy hellscape with dandruff and all this other stuff, and they got to live off your, the dead skin of your dog, they, they get shoved into a trash bag and that trash bag goes to a trashy hellscape where they, if they make it, you know, without getting crushed by a freaking, you know, um, noodles and fucking beef and shit and (laughs) goddamn uh just fucking getting stabbed through with you know your chopsticks and shit then fucking, <laughs> fucking land in the dump listen if maybe i'm actually creating a new species of spiders that can live off of dandruff you don't know that that's a but- bad plan then they'd be eating your skin off but it's only like specific dandruff like dead skin cells that is the way that's how the government works if we do this plan hopefully the good thing will happen not the bad thing (laughs) (laughs) no but i I still have like bugs and shit like that in my house like i have a couple um i say spider webs i'm sure the listeners are gonna be like oh my gosh she just lives in this decrepit like chicken coop spider They're itty-bitty spiders, okay? They're by my doors because the builders of my house did not seal, like, build my doors properly so that there's a draft coming in at the bottom of the door. But... You know you can buy things for that? You know you can buy, like, slide... They're, like, the rubber things for that? Are they... Right, they're... It's too. It's like very minute. It's not underneath. It's on the side of the door. So you, I have oh. to like take off the door, kind of like try to level it out again. It's it's a mess. I, oh, I don't know gotcha. But, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I got some spider roommates that chill out and eat all the little bugs that try to come in the house, and I I let them. Dude, I don't bug them. I'm I can like, just hey, imagine. I can just imagine that there's like a spider community out there, and they're like, "Yeah, don't go in that fucking house." And that's okay. She'll fucking wreck your shit if you go in there. (laughs) (laughs) She'll fucking throw you in a trash can, suck you up in her fucking dust portal. Dude, it's fucking crazy. But then you're coming back as a spider. (laughs) It's happening. Oh, (laughs) Oh my gosh, that would suck. If you had to come back as a spider, which one would you come back as? I would come back as a spider that is in the wild, not a spider that is living in... I don't think you get to choose that. That's not how right. that works. It's not, but you <laughs> asked me, and so I'm giving you an answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. I'll give you that. Fair or, enough. You win. Or if I do come back as a spider um, that has to be in like the modern world, I want to be... I would hope I could be homed by those people that own insects as pets. Uh, yeah, but I mean, okay. Why? Just so you get fed or? Yeah, get fed. What if? I get 
nourishment. I get taken out. My place is always clean. You know, I can do whatever. Or if I do it like a weird trick or something that's different, I can, I get extra praise for it and stuff like that. Like, oh, she's just a special spider. (laughs) Oh my God. So, okay. What if you did live in the gauge and what they fed you, you fucking hated. Like, imagine if you're a vegetarian spider. <laughs> you're like, bitch, just... give me some broccoli to suck the juice out of. <laughs> <laughs> I would just die. And then if I died, then <sighs> guess what? Because the people that wanted to own me couldn't feed me properly, then they become a spider. <laughs> and they can get treated as a pet as a, try to be vegetarian and they can be like oh that was really dumb now i understand <laughs> yeah but you're not allowed to kill yourself well i would just starve or i w- oh no this is what i would do i would fucking escape oh i don't know if that would be people, a good plan people that keep their like insects as pets they typically like let them out for like what and enrich that them. is yeah, dude that is disgusting um, so yeah, I would like, What if you were a uh, gain their trust and escape? Gain their trust? What if you're like what if you're uh, a funnel web spider from Australia, which is highly poisonous by the way. <laughs> and you're just this big old tra- black tarantula and they're just like, "Nah, we'll never trust that motherfucker." Like <laughs> How are you going to gain their trust? What are you going to do? You play like you're sick, which I probably will be sick. Oh, I'm sick, guys. I'm sick. Help me. Even if you don't get let out of the cage and stuff like that, people that own these very exotic things are super um, intentive. Is that? Am I using that word right? Attentive. Yeah. Well aware of what like normal is for these animals. If I do not know. If, uh, look, this is just me. If someone has a funnel web spider, an Australian funnel web spider, and I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but the, the spider I'm thinking of that practically paralyzes you and stops your heart and your lungs and all this other shit. If some got person has one of these spiders, look, man, more power to you. But that's absurd. That's a little much. You went a little too far. And if you let it out to just explore the world, I am grossed out. These things will go into like pools, people's pools, and then people will fish them out and then they come back alive. And then they chase you down and kill you. <laughs> you then I mean, I'm just this group on Facebook. <laughs> Oh, uh, dude. Oh, my gosh. This grosses me out. So, okay. Do you have to, okay, as a, uh, as a Buddhist, do you, that's right, that said that right, right? Buddhist? Mm-hmm. Um, you're always trying to reach enlightenment, correct? Yes. And enlightenment stops the cycle of life, essentially. Like stops the reincarnation. You don't have to go back through uh, the vicious cycle of life, right? Right. For the okay. most part, yeah. So, 
what would happen if the if like a meteor or something or another planet essentially blew up the earth do you not have to do it anymore we would probably just be reincarnated as a little water bear or maybe no 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 you're in there's no more there's no more earth Right, not even like sticking on Earth, but maybe we just go to is it... a different galaxy. Oh, okay, okay. I don't, I don't know the specifics, so that's a curiosity. I mean, I'm curious how that would, uh, how that would work. So, oh man, could you imagine if that happened? You're like, fuck yeah, aliens are real. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't know anything from your past life. You just have to suffer oh. through it. Yeah. No, you don't. You know, it's not like a, uh, what was it? It's not like a new game plus to where <laughs> you get to keep all your shit Man. and go to the next one. <laughs> There's no fucking save button. What the fuck, no. dude? It's not like you're prestiging through life. No, you just. What about what about the people that uh that are like the mysterious people that do remember their past life? Do you think that that's an anomaly that? Um, maybe the guy or the operator working the uh, Buddhist lifeline fucking fucked up on and accidentally loaded their saved files. Yeah, <laughs> where they're just like, oh, I wonder if I did this from uh, last week. Oh, uh, turns out I did. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, shit. Wrong button. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I, I'm curious because there are people that uh, do say that they you know, they, they remember their past life and then they rattle off all these things, like the kids that rattle off all these things about this past human's life that they never met, they never knew about, it wasn't like an important person, so it wasn't like they were online or you could find their files or anywhere in there, which is pretty pretty wild to me, and I think that that's it's pretty crazy. I don't know. And so it is curious to me, like, if reincarnation is real, then, like... Yeah, I wonder if, uh, wonder if, like, your experience just comes back to you. What if, I mean, I'm also curious, like, how long does it take to get reincarnated? You know, and if you're reincarnated as a human again, like, is it instantaneous? Like, you die and then, and you're, all of a sudden, you're coming out the womb. Right. I, I'm pretty sure that's what, I'm pretty sure it's just kind of like, a continuous existence you just hit that reset button and you don't oh, remember no. anything but question for you what do you think deja vu comes from oh that's a good one um i i look it's a curiosity it's not a belief but i wonder if it's just because we are reincarnated and so we've experienced these things before but was it because i was a fly on the wall or is it because I was a human? So it's an interesting way to think of it, though. Deja vu. But the, the thing about deja vu, though, is usually it's like, man, I've asked you this specific question before. Like, I've asked you such and such name, person, this question before. This exact event has happened before. Is it because, like, our cycle of life is in a ever-ending never-ending cycle of the universe and world where we live the same life over and over and over and over and over again before we get it right 
Right. Or it's just kind of like, are you experiencing this? Like, do you have those moments? Or you're not supposed to have those moments, but it's just kind of like a break in um, a break in the connection or whatever, where you see it or you feel it. And you're like, oh, wait, you're not supposed to see that. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to experience it for yourself differently versus like reliving it again. Have you heard of the dimensional theory uh, with th- that that depicts like uh, up to like eleven dimensions or something like that? It has it's meshed with like God and stuff like that. So essentially, we're in the third dimension, right? And this is your life. It, you were born. This is your life. You're going through it. And when you die, you will go into the fourth dimension. And you have to essentially have to relive. You have to relive your life again. And um, but you relive it. So essentially the fourth the fourth dimension, uh, you're gonna relive it, but you're gonna relive it from the other other viewpoints. Basically, you're gonna review it from like every other person's um view of you and you have to see yourself in action in the decisions that you made and how it made that person feel and then like the the fifth dimension is like a the angel level dimension where like essentially you're living above that you've you've experienced you know what your life was and you got to remake decisions on things and now you're enlightened to a certain degree and then the uh, sixth dimension is like a god level dimension where like you i don't know i can't explain it past this point because i've only heard so many uh i've only heard it once but like it's pretty interesting like how someone come up with this dimensional stuff it makes you kind of think like okay like if that's true, do you have to relive the third dimension over and over again and make these decisions before you get it right? And then once you get it right, do you have to go back and review every time in the fourth dimension? So, like, you go to the third dimension, you did it wrong. In the fourth dimension, you got to learn your mistakes, and you're like, all right, got to do the third dimension again and get it right this time. You fuck something up, and you're like, damn it. Like, I'm tired of taking this test. It's like an army test where you got to get 80% or above or 85% or above. <laughs> and you keep fucking it up and getting 84%. You're like, I hate this. But who's saying, like, what determines what is right and what is the right way? That's a great question, too. What is right and what is wrong? Is there a right and wrong? Or is it just until we have fulfilled the purpose correctly? Ooh, that's a good... we can proceed. Well, I mean, what is, like, what's the purpose? And if you have to keep redoing it, like, in, let's say you fulfill such purpose, like, well, what, what was your the purpose of your previous existence? And why did it take you so long to complete the purpose? By the time you completed it, did it e- was it even needed at that point, or did you need a new purpose? Right. If it, like your task just reset, or your purpose oh god to something else, you I'm continuously get a new set, <laughs> and you don't even know what the purpose is. Yeah. No one tells you what it is. 
what if they were like, yeah, you're going to be a doctor, and then you became, like, a technician at a freaking, I don't know, a factory, and they're like, you didn't, you didn't complete your purpose, you got to redo it again. You're like, no one told me I'd be a doctor. I don't know. That's that's reaching a little bit, but <laughs> you get what I mean. You get what I'm saying, yeah. like. <laughs> Gotta wow. be quicker than that. Here's another one. <laughs> Damn, that'd be fucked up if it was just so simple like that. Your purpose purpose was just so simple. They were like, "Hey, man, you need to be a burger flipper." <laughs> but you're like, purpose? "I'm gonna be a doctor." <laughs> <laughs> you became a doctor and did all these great things, and they're like. I'm sorry, man. You weren't supposed to go to college. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to be a burger flipper so you could save this person's life. And you're like, dude, no one told me, though. They're like, I know that's the point. I'm sorry, man. And then you just reach over the reset button and you're just like, fuck. I gotta go through childhood again? Like, can't you restart me at like 21? I would say that that's like honestly 25. I would restart at 25. Really? Granted, that was only two years ago for me, but yes. Okay, okay, that's unfair. No, no, you gotta make the bad mistakes too. Because my frontal lobe is developed completely at 25, so if I keep nope. fucking up, then it's still <laughs> my fault, and I still know I'm dumb. I can't that's I have the no problem. excuses. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that also crazy how long it takes for your brain to fully uh you know scrunch up and soak up all the uh information so that your brain can become a wrinkly sack of fucking information just gelatin isn't it also weird that your brain essentially runs off electricity yep and so does your heart and oh really i didn't know that does it really yeah your heart has uh its own uh current essentially and so a little when you read like a strip or whatever those bumps that's what it's reading it's reading my electromagnetic magnetism it's yeah it's reading the my pulse (laughs) my electrical pulse the electrical pathway in your heart so are you talking about an EKG or so 12 lead? Yeah. So 12 lead, what that does, it takes multiple views at like different angles of views of your heart because you have the certain, so, the, oh shit. Okay. I'm going to butcher this. And then my boyfriend's like, <laughs> why are you stuck so bad? <laughs> but again, has he watched, to- has he listened to the podcast? I have no idea, and I don't want to find out. <laughs> mm, I'm gonna tag him in the next, in the in this episode drop. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so like. Tell him he only has to listen to it for a minute for me to get a view. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tell him everything anyways. I'd be like, "This is what we talked about. You don't have to listen to it. It's okay. It's cringe. I cringe, anyways." <laughs> You're like, you don't have to listen to it. I don't want you to listen to it. Please don't listen to it. <laughs> but here's the link anyways. And yeah. So. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. anyways, 12 lead. 
Yeah, so imagine, um, so like the electrical signal starts at the SA node or the sinoatrial node. And then when it, so that's like the top of your heart, right? Like bare bones. Okay. Um, going at the top of your heart and then it goes, the electrical signal goes to your AV node. Let me, real quick, I don't want to interrupt you, but infantrymen understand shapes, colors, numbers, and small phrases. So break this down Barney style, like we're looking at a damn map. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So literally just circle, so like your heart shape, right? Yeah, yeah, which is like an oval circle thing. Right, so oval circle thing that kind of looks like it's sectioned off into four pieces. Okay. Is a little chunkier than the top, right? Like a pie chart? Kind, not really like a pie chart. It just has more mass. Okay. So, um, you got your SA node, which is on the top left. Top left. Okay. Okay, top left circle oval thing. Okay, yeah. And then as electricity starts there, and then it goes to another circle that's at the bottom like another node, which is at the bottom of that same circle, right? So just okay. draw a line, just draw a line straight to that. And okay. From there, it goes down to the bottom, like split down the middle to the bottom of the heart, right? Okay. To contract the two, those two chambers of the heart, right? <laughs> so that's like the electrical. Down is honestly. <laughs> struggle (laughs) you're trying to make it simple but it's not simple (laughs) like literally circle and then more circles yes circle line circle circle line circle connect the dots you idiot (laughs) it goes like this math is math (laughs) (laughs) it puts the line in the circle or it gets the hose again Fuck. (laughs) Basically, you have your own thing. So that's why, like, when people's, um, like, get struck by lightning, it's a super scary thing because that can throw off, um, the signal and the pattern that you're. Oh, is that why it's scary? I thought it was scary because it would deform my body. I mean, well, yeah. What? But yeah, no. So that's why electrical um, calls and stuff like that are super important. And like CPR and stuff like that. The reason why you do CPR is you're trying to manually pump the heart. And then breathing, you're trying, and like the, when you're doing like mouth to mouth or whatever, whatever you've got, right? When um, you're trying to force air into the lungs so that um you're trying to force oxygen down to the on a very like molecular level back into the cells so that the heart can keep pumping that you're manually can i pumping. okay can i can i just make a comparison here is it isn't like a um a taser gun it's like fifty thousand volts isn't it uh so forty thousand volts Taser gun voltage, thank you. 50,000 on average, yeah. Just in comparison, and this is, and and that can kill you if you had a heart problem. 
Um, a typical lightning flash is about 300 million volts. Yes. <laughs> and you're saying that's a scary thing because it could just throw off your, <laughs> your electrical equilibrium? I feel... Your heart. Yeah, that's feel like the... I don't want to experience a lightning bolt because I know it's going to throw off my electrical equilibrium, but I also know it's going to deform me. Like, if I survive that, I don't know. What's the per I don't know. I haven't seen pictures of anybody that survived it. I just imagine, you know, you know, three thirty thousand amps coursing through my body. I don't know. So, um, actually. There was a, a post recently um, on one of the medical pages that I follow because that's all I have on Instagram. Um, You're a nerd. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> cool. Maybe I like seeing weird shit because I'd be like, this is what I would do for that. Hell yeah. Read the comments. Oh, I'm a fucking nerd. Shit. <laughs> but, oh, um, God. It was, of course it was raining and people were like oh, I don't want to get wet eee! so then they <laughs> shelter under a tree right and so fucking lightning strikes this fucking tree and they all drop but out of I think it was like there's five people there out of the five people four survived and so one person died and who knows yeah but what, the, what did they look like afterwards you Look, like, what kind of deformities are you thinking of if you get I don't know, just imagine that a flash of lightning has to be essentially hot plasma blowing through your body. You're, the way, when I hear deformity, I'm making, you're making it seem like in my head, it's like, it's gonna change your molecular. <laughs> yeah, molecular it's gonna fry life. you, essentially, and like, you're then, just gonna be like, hair's gonna always gonna stuff. stick up, and you're gonna have a... <laughs> A line going crossways through your whole body like a scar, like that's what I imagine when he gets. Oh, okay, okay, that's a deformity. Okay, what kind of scars? Does it outline my veins? Because that would be kind of cool. So it the for lightning strike scars, it's it just um outlines the path of how. Oh my god! Travel through your body. Yeah, so it looks like a tree. Or if you took a picture of lightning in the sky and you just like outlined the lightning and just pasted it on your body, that's what it looked like. Could you imagine someone being a fucking idiot and he's out during a thunderstorm and he's like, uh, like cool it's, it, let's just say it's like cold or some shit and he like throws his dick up on a fucking uh, like a metal, you know, bar or whatever, like a guardrail or something like that. And then just gets fucking hammered by that lightning, and he's got a scar all the way down to his winky. That would be kind of cool. Then he would have a line from his brain all the way down to his schlong. And well, you still have like a fucking like an entry and exit too. Wouldn't it just blow up? I can't believe it wouldn't just blow up your goods. Or whatever item it's exiting or entering. That's crazy to me. Three million, 300 million volts are coming down. Well, actually starting from your body. And then they reach the heavens. And then they connect. And 
how is it possible that something on you doesn't explode? So maybe I just think of electricity in the wrong sense, but like electricity is going to pass and go through the place of uh least resistance and then dissipate if I if I remember correctly. Oh god, okay. Jesus. God, Colton. You're <laughs> I always to make it. To this. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so I can't wait until he leaves a review and says Man, that Lee, that Amanda fan just doesn't know a single fucking thing she's talking about. <laughs> Is she even a medic? What? <laughs> no, he would just be like, <laughs> no, this is what he would say. He would just be like, oh yeah, that's typical for EMTs. They don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> what does he do? Uh, he's a paramedic on a fire department. Oh, he is a paramedic. Mm-hmm. Oh. He helped me in uh, ALC when we were going over cardiac stuff, so. <laughs> Got, I under, I get it now. I understand what happened. No more details needed. Anyways, uh, continue on with the electricity. <laughs> Please tell me how positive reaches negative. No, not even that. Uh, like, it's gonna just go out, like, the path of least resistance i think um what it in i i I understand that but i just i don't understand how that much electricity and how it can essentially end your life doesn't blow you up and that's crazy to me that's all (laughs) Like it's bl- it blows it, yeah, it blows my mind that like electricity doesn't hit you and blow you up now I know I'm a you know smooth brain infantryman like I get it so I know know how big light hurt small man but <laughs> I want to know, understand more why it doesn't blow you up it just seems like it should it seems like a thing that should kill you like instantaneously end your whole existence and make you into a bunch of little fiery pieces and then get reincarnated and they're like you fucked up you went out to a party at the wrong time you know, restart <laughs> stupid scared of rain so you just decided to infantry, stand under man. a tree <laughs> yeah stop going out in the middle of thunderstorms with just your speedo on you stupid infantry fuck <laughs> just how i imagine someone someone back at hq is just like i'm so tired of this motherfucker having to hit the reset button like when is he gonna get it right Uh, you get tra- your case gets transferred over to uh, like the long termers or some shit like that. A different department <laughs> where they just maybe try to rehabilitate <laughs> you to get something <laughs> finally. Like you have like I'm five in, tries and you don't I'm get in it Buddhism rehab. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we actually stopped making you into bugs and animals because you kept fucking it up. <laughs> You ran a whole pigs into the Dead Sea and killed them. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do better. Here, you can't fuck this up. An amoeba. You are an amoeba. <laughs> yep, and I fucked that up, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
All you had to do was stay into the parameters of your life. I know, but I had to expand. You literally just had 24 hours. <laughs> you just said, what? oh, here's, here's crazy me. Time, what is time like for beings that don't live as long as humans? Does it feel longer? Does your concept of time change? Do you even understand time? Like, do dogs understand time? And is time different for them? Like, you know, they don't live as long as us. So, you know, they only live like a tenth of our lives, essentially. Or maybe, you know, anywhere from uh, a tenth to an eighth of our lives. So, do they, I don't know, like as a day? 10 times longer for them you know I feel like the way time passes for other beings is how their body ages and we just put like the idea of years and months and stuff like that so we can understand it but they just go through it like oh well I guess I'm just gonna piss myself today that's not working but anymore. here's do I get food? but here's in in terms of science time is it isn't just a like necessarily a construct it is it is a, a a malleable thing in science like let's look at uh you know gravity affects time so it is an affectable tangent item so i guess not tangible but you know what i mean like it, it is affected. So it's curious to me, like, I don't know. Animals experience time differently and how they experience time. Do they know it's a thing? I don't know. I mean, they probably stick with, like, they gotta know something. sun rotation. Like, the sun and stuff like that, too, right? Like, oh, it's sunny outside, so I'm gonna be up, and then when it's the sun's gone, I'm, I'm sleepy sleep. Big yellow circle, go round and round. I go sleepy sleep. Right. <laughs> very, very bare bones concept of time. If you were, if you had to be an animal, what animal would you be? Um, I'm still sticking with uh, the desert fox from the first episode. Why? No. <laughs> Knowing everything we know now. You wanted to be like a gorilla? I thought you wanted to be strong. Right, but I also like being nimble. Okay, alright. That's, so, okay, I'll give let that me, to let you. Me, all right. I've never we're, been we're nimble we're in my about, life, so I might choose a desert fox. strong and like agile and stuff like that, I would choose some sort of big cat. Maybe a snow leopard. A snow leopard? A fucking snow leopard. Hold on. Did you know that, like, they only catch a meal, like, once every few days or something like that? I do that now, bro. What's up? You, what? <laughs> Excuse me? That sounds... Do you fast no. that long? No, it's it's not intentional. I just uh, tend to just kind of forget to eat. And then I'm like, oh, the efforts of eating. Oh, woe is me in a first world country having to feed myself with the ability to feed myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> first world problems are so backwards. 
they're so awful. No, but, um, I mean, <laughs> like eating so, like, too I, much. It's why I look the way I look. I mean, I go through like bouts of like loving food and like enjoying it, and then going down to like a oh, I don't really feel like eating, but then going. I literally see like something about food on your Instagram every day. There's no way that you're forgetting about eating. <laughs> very active on uh, Instagram either or just like social media in general um, and stuff because I'm trying to just take a little break from that and everything but oh how come no I just uh, it's just too much information all at once you know how you, you should eat good food to feel yourself to feel yourself you need to consume good media to feel fuel excuse me um, your mind and everything like I follow this uh, page for uh el paso and it's there's always fucking something like <laughs> cars on fire uh, two weeks ago cars were on fire every other day um this week has been uh fatal accidents um and stuff like that and last week was sinkholes um and stuff i'm just like wow people are just kind of shitty here <laughs> <laughs> but wow it, it just there's just coverage of what happens and stuff like that which is nice because i don't have to wait for the news to come up and <laughs> everything like that but at the same time it's just kind of like all right this is this is where i live this is where i'm at nice <laughs> yes so that's fair i should i uh, Gosh, I should really get off social media for a little bit. I feel like I took quite a bit of a break this last week. Um, I haven't been posting as much, but I did. I mean, I, I do get on the TikTok when I'm on the toilet, and I think it pisses my wife off. She's <laughs> like, how much fucking longer are you going to be, you know? <laughs> I mean, they're watching a video and stuff. The doom scrolling and stuff like that. I'm not. I try not to. That's the main thing why I stopped too is the doom scrolling, just like one thing after another after another. And I was like, listen, I need to be occupying my my headspace with something else. So I wonder what my EKG looks like when I have diarrhea. <laughs> you think it's pretty bad? <laughs> Probably normal. But I had it this morning and I was struggling. I was really just red faced. You know what I'm saying? Like there were some God. demons coming out of me. All my wrong decisions coming out my back end. Dude, you should get a Metamucil. What is that? It's just a. Is that like an enema? No, no, oh. no. It's just a fiber <laughs> that you mix with water and uh, you drink it and. You get ghost wipes after a couple of, a couple of days. Excuse me. Daily. Really? Yeah. So. Um, Ooh, I should really look into that. Yeah, I got a <laughs> funny way of getting it prescribed, because um, you know I've been on the journey of trying to get um, to figure out why my feet and my toes will just fall asleep, right? So I got yeah. an X-ray. And, you know, x-ray results came back, talked to my doc, um, since I work there too. And he was like, Psst, you need to poop. I was like, excuse me, sir? He's like, what? He, he was like, well, we're looking wait, at x-ray. Wait, what? 
but he was like, um, he was moving his mouse and circling his mouse around uh, my large intestines, and he was like, "That's poop. You need to poop." And I was like, "Sir, thank you. Okay, I get it." And I this is why your fingers and toes were falling asleep. No, 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 no. We it was just oh. <laughs> like off the wall comment thing. <laughs> okay. No. I thought. You were just so backed up. It was cutting off some circulation. Like, you <laughs> having some serious issues. No. Um, okay. No, he just, uh, I still don't know why. So I'm going to have a follow-up probably next week or something like that. Why? Because I got an MRI and the MRI was uh, unremarkable. But he, I told him my bowel movements are maybe three to four times or a week or like every three to four days. He's like, that's not normal. I was like, okay, but what do you mean? He's like, that's not normal. I'm prescribing you all these things. I was like, sir, I'm not constipated. Oh. I just don't shit a lot. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, no, you can go pick it up now. I was like, okay, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh. going to fucking shove these pills down my throat and hopefully it clears me out. Oh. No, just uh, bulks up your poop, and then so that uh, when you poop, it's just all one good solid go, and you got a go swipe. Make um, here's the crazy part: talking about all poop is really making me think about food. So I'm curious, what's your favorite food? Um, so if I'm going for like a very like comfort food wise, of course it's it's going to be Vietnamese food. Um. Oh, of course, right? That sounds a bit racist. Like, <laughs> of course it's going to be a Vietnamese because I'm not a fucking Neanderthal. Like, <laughs> like, of course she's going to say that because she's fucking Asian. Jeez. I'm like German and Indian, and neither of those are my favorite food. Like, well, did you grow up eating German and Indian food? I grew up eating like not like like I'm not gonna say poor American food. My mom was a a pretty good cook, but like she would really just put shit together and it would come out great, like. One of the bet one of the best meals that I ever had was shit on shit is what she would call it. It's basically just fucking toast and country gravy. So like, but then she would make bomb ass enchiladas and and lasagna from scratch and like I don't I don't know man like I don't know. it's hard it's hard to say. So like yeah I didn't grow up eating you know you know Indian and German food. I grew up eating like the Americanized versions of other foods. Right. Which, I mean, that's fair. But then my, dude, my stepmom was uh, is such a good cook. She would make some bomb-ass meals. Anyways, anyways, go ahead. Alright, you gotta tell me. <laughs> um, yeah, favorite food-wise, I don't... I really... Like, I have favorite meals. Like, yeah, tell me your favorite meal. What's your favorite meal? So, no shit, if I'm having such a shitty day... And I just need something to just kind of like you take that first bite and you're like, Whew. like you re you relax your shoulders, you start to savor every bite. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck are you? Are you fucking your food? Like? No, 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 no. It's just that type of like 
relaxation that it gives me. Okay, and that's uh, I understand six hundred pound life, but it's uh, actually <laughs> the McGangbang with the sprite. Oh, okay. With what? With a sprite. Okay, how do you make your gangbang though? So I do the um um course hot and spicy right and then the double cheeseburger you take the bun off of um take both bun like the top bun off the hot and spicy no no the bottom buns you take the bottom buns off of the sandwiches and then you put the patties together and then that's your that is my mcgang can i can i make it better for you are you gonna tell me to put the patty in between the patties Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. You are going to keep one of the buns, okay? You're going to keep one of the bottom buns in there because it's going to have the effect of a Big Mac, okay? <laughs> now, <Yeah. laughs> now, what, now, what you do is you take barbecue sauce and you put it on the McChicken where that bottom bun is. You smash it down, throw your McGangbang together. Let me tell you. That'll change your whole life, right? I swear to God, it's so good. And my mouth is watering just thinking of it. <laughs> God, dude, I'm fat, man. I almost got that today, but I was like, no, stop it. <laughs> figure something else out. So I got Chick-fil-A instead, which, I mean, is it any better? <laughs> I'm on the carnivore diet again, and I want to cheat so bad. And it's not because like the it's hard doing the carnivore diet. It's just that bad food sounds so good. Yeah. F- bad food sounds so good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so then if you're doing that, is your wife on that as well? Or do you guys just kind of cook your separate meals and stuff like that? Because I know you got your family with you now. Yeah, so she she cooks for herself and the and the rest and the kids and the au pair and and I've just been cooking my meats. Like, well, t- today she made like a sort of spaghetti uh, thing, and uh, there was some leftover ground meat, so I just ate the ground meat. I actually have to eat a meal soon because I'm starving right now. But yeah, no, it's uh. I, I kind of cook my own meals. Like in the morning, I'll either eat chicken or sirloin, and then. Uh, and I usually have some eggs with it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, lunchtime comes around. I have a ribeye for lunch, which I love. So good. Yeah. Today I cooked it with rosemary and it really put me in a good place. And then um, when I come home and I usually have either chicken or sirloin again. And I'll have like beef snacks throughout the day. Yeah, no, it's it's good. I, I've lost some inches this week. Um it's pretty messed up because like i can't fully commit to it so all these things are going off or going on like we're going down to the cabin a cabin uh with some friends this weekend and like it's been pretty tough the last month just moving the family um you know we're trying to um moving the kids i should say and Alyssa's got a <clears throat> staying in Colorado so she only visits uh because her work and stuff which right. is tough but it's it's not a big deal um anyways so um but 
this whole month has just been crazy because we're gonna get rid of the house and sell that and make some good money at that. And it's just it's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it, especially when I'm trying to get out of an apartment. Now I have this place I'm in right now, and we gotta pay for that, the apartment. It's it's a lot of money. It's very it's very stressful. But so I'm gonna take you know what weekends I can get, not hold myself to any kind of restrictions, and honestly just try to live happy during that time frame. And then when I come back for the week, I'll go back on the carnivore diet, put everything in the freezer, unthought you know, or thought out, and continue on. I mean, I it helps. I lose. Uh, usually a couple inches every week that I'm on it. Okay. Up to a certain point, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty easy to do because it's it's not like bad food. It's it's good things. Like I'm, you know, I get to eat ribeyes and I get to eat sirloins and all the things I like: eggs, lactose-free cheese, which is really just really sharp fucking cheddar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So I, I mean, I recommend it. It's. If you're just like like anybody that out there that's just trying to like um, experience what it's like, it's not that hard. It's kind of fun and it's good. Every meal is good. It's exactly yeah. what you want. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when I do just eat straight up fucking meat, I just feel really bad about myself, and I need to like have some what? fresh veggies or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Um, I need, like, some fruit or veggies to kind of, like, uh, feel lighter after eating a heavy, like, very heavy meal like that. So <laughs> And feel like if it's hot and you're eating that food, it feels oily. Like, the air feels oily. Oh, meat sweats. Yeah. Yeah. The meat sweats are tough, man. But, yeah. I mean... Once you get past that stuff, you can just like, like I season it with whatever I want. So it's not like I'm not eating some sort of plant, which, you know, like I guess goes against the whole thing. But like, I don't know. It just feels good. I do it and it's fun. I like it. But it is tough to sustain when you see like good pastries or something like that. And you're like, fuck, do I really want that right now? Because <laughs> I like quiche. I love quiche. Mm, yeah. Man, I'll fuck up some quiche. I never had quiche until I was like a senior in high school. Dude, have you? Oh my gosh. When when you were in Colorado, did you ever go to the farmer's market there? No. No, I Oh my God. Not. Oh my God. There's this, this family, gentleman, whatever. They make quiches, like handheld quiches there. Oh. Uh, Oh God! Every time I go back to Colorado Springs, that's I go there. I'm like Alyssa, please go to the farmers market and give me some quiches, please. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm actually. Did I tell you I'm going to um, JBLM? Yeah, 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 dude. It's exciting, dude. I'm I'm excited, but I'm also nervous because I don't know. I don't know if Thummy's going to be able to keep me because I don't have I don't have a family care plan right now for there. Like I have family there, but they're just unwilling to watch the kids. And if I'm 
it makes me non-deployable. I don't know. It kind of scares me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, there's always... Uh, I mean, you've been in for a minute, right? So it's not like they're yeah. like, oh, well, you're a piece of shit. Like, get out. They're still going to work with you. So I can... Like, off the I top hope. of my head, I can just see you maybe uh, getting put in S3. And, yeah, you're not going to be out doing things, but you're still playing a key role in, like, operations and stuff like that and training. I hope so. I mean, I just... <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I hate I hate the idea of possibly being that person that people see as the burden to a company or to a you know battalion because we we know that we've all seen those types of people and the units and that and it might just be an image thing. It might just be you know like a way I've seen things in my career. So it like worries me of being that person. But that's how that's what I'm afraid of most is being that person. Maybe that's because like I in a certain way I feel I care about what people think of me. But mm-hmm. I want to be a contributor and not a burden. So that does it does scare me. I just hope that, that that's not what happens. But. I'm, you know, I've been talking to Alyssa right now and we're trying to get ready for the move to Washington and everything. And it's tough to, you know, think about like, how, how am I going to complete this? How do I walk into the room and tell these people that, you know, before I even become a part of the unit, I'm already, Hey, I don't have a family care plan. What do I how can you help me can you help me can you not help me do i need to leave the army what does that look like and we talked about it a little bit like what does it look like if i have to leave the army do we have support is there what can we do where can i go how am i gonna you know how are we gonna live our life and that sucks that that's a conversation but yeah it is what it is it's a good conversation that y'all are able to have together and stuff like that you know because yeah um that's, that's true. I feel like that's what like really breaks a lot of um, just like marriages in general and stuff because they yeah. really have that conversation of the unexpected. Um, but no, I don't. I used to think that way too. I mean, I still kind of do when, um, like, you know, I was supposed to go forward, and then I was like, you know, I'll, I'll just tough it out, and I'll get put on meds when I'm downrange. I, don't worry about it. Like, I'll get put on meds when I'm downrange because I was already a late deployer for ALC, right? Um, mm-hmm. But then I didn't want to be like already a female. So female missing deployment, it's like, okay, she got pregnant. Like, no, I didn't get fucking pregnant. Um, yeah. That's cool because I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, so. Right, good, good vibes. Good vibes here. Good vibes here. Right. Sending <laughs> prayers your way, you know? <laughs> um... But yeah, then, you know, like, um, I went through SRP, they're like, oh, hey, you know, we see you've seen behavioral health, you know, you got to go to behavioral health before you're cleared. I get into behavioral health section, I sit down with uh, my psychologist, fucking, I'm having a conversation with him, I'm answering his questions, but the tears are just flowing down my face. And I'm, but I'm just talking, but clearly my body is like, Hey bro, Mm-mm. you better stop. Yeah. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200 <laughs> and stuff. And like, I was really, um, upset about having to miss out on this, um, 
rotation, deployment, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, because I let down my team because they're looking forward to me being out there. We're already shorthanded as it is, you know, for our section. And so me not only being um, platoon sergeant, I'm not going forward with my guys. And then also I'm not able to help alleviate the load off of the task, like the tasks that they have out there because they're spread out um, and stuff. And it, it fucking sucks. But at the same time, at the end of the day, you still take care of you. And especially for you, since you have a whole family and stuff like that, like you need to be the best or have the best things going on for you so that you can provide for your wife and for your kids, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, but it's hard. I feel like for us to think about that because we've been in for so long and we've seen people that abuse the system or like say certain things to get out of like everything, you know, but like we've, we've done our time, man. (laughs) Yeah. And I, like while it's tough, I do understand that I have time. It just, I I don't want to be that person. It scares me. I think just because I've never experienced it before. And I've always really tried to put my best foot forward. And I have been that sort of person that's on profile and I do feel like a burden. I feel like I'm not contributing and I hate that feeling, that feeling of not being able to contribute. And it, it does make me feel a certain way. And but at the same time, like I'll never not do what I need to do for my family. I'm not going to let the army trump my family. Um, right. And so I am going to, I am going to, you know, if I don't, by the time I get to Washington, if I don't have a care plan, I will have to, you know, go whatever route that I need to go to either help the unit or, you know, not waste the army's time or whatever that looks like. But it, you know, it is what it is. It's not, it's not like I can change that and nor do I want to change that. Um, unless I could, you know, go to a place where I could contribute and not have to worry about getting kicked out. But, you know, I don't know what the army's looking like nowadays. Uh, you know, we have retention issues and recruiting issues. And I just hope that one day you, we can get it right no matter what we do. And if I got to leave the army to make that happen, I will certainly do so. Right. And I think that those of us who do leave the army, um, or those of us that stay in for as long as we need to, like at some point, everybody moves on. Uh, I think that I will probably move on before the 20, you know, 20 years. I'm not going to stay in for 20 and it's okay. Like I've, it's, I think for anybody getting out of the army, it's always scary. Right. Um, well, however that may be. Like there's, I don't think there's not a single person that really does believe that they've just got it made by the time they leave the army. Is there? Oh, right. A hundred percent. There's gotta be that little bit of fear. Like I'm not going to have this cushion anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, you know, I, the stability that you've always had now isn't there anymore. Yeah. Like Dennis, Dennis says it's, it's easy. And since that, like he, he, the army has made him more den or uh, more um, disciplined when it comes to work 
and that he like you know all the hard stuff we've done in the army is nowhere in comparison to what he ha- he he does now cuz it's just simple he knows exactly what to do um and i think it's amazing that it's pushed him to a point where now he's creating his own business um so maybe that's you know maybe that's future i don't really know what future holds hopefully anybody leaving the army hopefully it provides you know them some skills that they can take on later on in life i know the army has done for me i'm about to get my degree in hr and i'm hoping to use that to work in the same business that Alyssa works in i'm actually going to apply for dutch bros and hopefully work for an hr department you know i don't know i get that but uh, that would be really cool to work in the same business as Alyssa, but from a different department. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be badass. Yeah. But I have to um, go look at Pokemon cards with Lane. Yeah, so no. do your thing, man. <laughs> I just, uh, I just shove a finger up my ass and then fucking pull out. Like, I just disappointed mom and dad. Like, I can't do this again, kind of deal. Not putting it on the ground of the Humvee, because I probably would have had to clean it up with my ass cheeks. Listen, my back and knees can't be fucking going down there like that, man. It's always fuck you, Emmer, and I hope you have 15 fucking kids, and you're the only one taking care of them while everybody else is successful. No, 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 the giant white ones. The asshole in me wants to say... You look like you're a fucking walrus. You were born. That was a mistake. Was probably a little aggressive to you at some point. But like, you're gonna take this motherfucker, okay? Basically, she said, there's nothing you can do. There's only pain management. No, no, no the giant white ones. But I'm just one small motherfucker. I, I don't really know, like, the best science, how to explain why it would be great for you. I'm- Perception is reality, then I'm sucking everybody's dick. Yep. <laughs> Nasty. Like, oh god, I just disappointed mom and dad. Like, I can't do this again, kind of deal. Oh no! Go to college, be a doctor. No, no, no the giant white ones. Vicious truthers. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate your support. Please leave a review on this episode. Remember that not everything you hear may be a hundred percent fact, but we do our best. Follow us on Instagram at Vicious Truthers, our Facebook page, and as we venture into video format alongside our audio versions, we're going to try and publish more episodes on YouTube. Again, thanks for listening and have an excellent night.